Hey, it's news from heaven. You look exactly like heaven. Yeah, I can see myself right now. I have a little, little monitor thing. And you know what it's like looking at yourself. Ooh, mm, mm. I look a little bit from being weird and we just kind of struggle with, okay, this part's falling apart. This, I look weird. This person looks weird. No, we don't. <laughs> the message is that we look, we are an image of heaven. I mean, you, you are, we get so used to it. There's so many people around, but it is absolutely an amazing thing to, to take a peek at yourself because you look exactly like heaven. Okay. You want me to prove it to you? I will, but I'm going to say something. Life is better than it seems. Life is better than it seems. And life will be better always than it is now. I mean, yes, little bits of fluctuation in front of us. But long term, the point of life, the divine is working to pull everything into the divine design. Divine design is better than not the divine design. And we're not quite in the divine design. The human race is not right now. So this is why we have all this chaos and all these problems. But there's a constant effort of God to bring us each individually into the divine design. And there's an image of the divine design on you right now. You look like heaven. Okay. And so whenever you're getting these messages from your helpful little mental chatter saying, you're weird... Uh, life is bad, this per- the other person is stupid and ugly, and whatever, just know that the clouds don't know what they're talking about, okay? That there, we are in the form, we, we are in the form of how heaven works, and that it's not something that's often mystical and far away. It's right here. To try to back this, this blustery intro up, we've got Heaven and hell, starting at number 63. So let's take a great vacation from those clouds of life into this pure, high-end, philosophical symphony here. I love this part. Since heaven is of this nature. Okay, go read this stuff if you want to know what the nature is. It is also governed by the Lord as though it were a single individual, and therefore a single unit. Heaven being all the angels, right? Look at those little angels there. Everybody who um, unlocks the key finds out that, oh, that problem is uh, selfishness and materialism. The, The will to be dominant and better than others and mindless gratification. That that's actually in the way. And that is making me miserable. And what should be equally as important and eventually more important is making everybody else miserable that I interact with. And God is knocking on our door, trying to show us the ways in which we're trapped slowly, bit by bit, because you can't do it all at once. It's just not the way biological things are and spiritual things are structured like biological things, but just to the nth degree. So whenever God wins and gets it so that one of us snaps into this, you know, the thing that, that we already all honor and, and venerate, this this idea that you can be a really great person and, and love what's noble and honest and true. When you get there, you're, you're one piece of heaven. Okay, but all those people, all they think about how, how different everybody is, 
somehow governed by the Lord as though it were a single individual, one person. Is that a strange sounding concept? Well, it shouldn't be. We ourselves consist of countless different things, both overall and in our parts. We're starting to get into how you look like the same de- design by which God manages heaven. And when I say life is going to get better, heaven is that better. That is when things are more in the divine design. This is how life is supposed to be, this heaven. And so what's it supposed to be like? Well, it's supposed to operate like you operate, like your body operates. We ourselves consist of countless different things, both overall and on our parts. I don't know. Did I read that before? We are made up overall of our limbs, organs, viscera, and in our parts of series of nerves, fibers, and blood vessels made up of members within members, then in parts within parts. You are a ton of different stuff. We are so many different things working together. It, that wouldn't be what life has to be. You could have life just as a, a thought a experiment that's just one thing. You know, it could be that you had people and they look like us and, and work like us, but if you opened us up, it's just like, yeah, there's one thing in this part of your arm, there's one thing in that part of your arm, and that's, it's just alive. But life as it is, as God radiates out, you know, through creation, creates this thing where there's tons of different stuff. You actually can't go down far enough, I think, to where it's all the same stuff. I mean, there's so much, well, at least maybe you can get there with, you know, at the very fringes of tininess. But for all functional purposes, there's so much different stuff in you. Still, we do, of course, recognize that when we do anything, we do it as whole individuals. And that to have those parts come together and act in concert on something, that's the definition of, like, that's what life is. That's what a, a, a functional organism is. It, if you can get it so that your hands and respiratory system and digestive system are all helping you eat, then you're successful and you, and you live and thrive. This is what heaven is like, too, under the Lord's guardianship and guidance. So when you observe yourself, and I guess I, you know, I'm talking about how we look, which Swedenborg does go, and I don't know if we're about to touch on that, but he does go on and on about how, you know, the eyes that we have, the fact that we have a face, everything like that corresponds to all these different functions in heaven. So it's very much that, but also what we're getting at here is the way we act. So you can learn, like, what's it like to participate in the divine design, in how, what's it like to be part of life as life should be? Well, think about, just, just think about what's it like to be a part of your body? It's like to be a part of a body. The reason so many varied elements act as one in an individual is that there's nothing whatever that does not contribute something to the common good and do something useful. Aha! So it's not just variety. Okay, okay. It's not just all these things. It's not just that there's so many. That's not the only characteristic of life. It's, and it's not even that they're, well, maybe that they're working together. I guess that's an umbrella under which this could fall. Everything in there is doing something useful. What's it like to be a part of the body? When I was even mentioning that to you a minute ago, I was thinking, well, you know, you're sort of, you're, if you're like a bicep, you're inside of skin and you, picturing that, but really... What is it at the core to be in the body? Well, you know, 
bicep is doing something when I do this needless hand gesticulation here. But no, it's it's needful. It, it's it's needed because that undermines my example. But you get what I'm saying. Everything is doing something that contributes. That's what it is. That's what body citizenship is. Is you do something that is contributing to this very complex yet singular goal. If do I need to go on this tangent? I will. No, it's not a tangent. To an individual cell, the idea of like, doing a YouTube show, just to pull an example out of thin air, uh, is a very complex goal. You think about just the systems that I'm using here to do this show. As we already mentioned, respiratory, uh, you know, all of my vocal cords and tongue and all this stuff, cardiovascular is in there, glucose, there's so much stuff going into doing this show on my end. Even even you guys watching this show, there's so much going on just to do, just to just for you to try to endure watching this show. But to an individual cell, you know, maybe one cell is like, oh, I've got to make glucose. I don't know how that. I've got to make ATP. I don't know. I've got to make energy. And you just know I'm just doing this little part to make energy. But the goal, even though it's all these systems together, it's a single goal. The goal is we're going to produce all, and we do it through many different means. We're going to produce all these different words, all these different actions, all these different movements of this. But what's the, there's, there, it does focus down to a single goal, which is we're going to create this show to create an impact in whoever's watching, right? So there's a little picture of what it's like to be in heaven. You're doing your little part for something great, but even though there's so many people doing so many different things, the things are toward a common goal. That, that even like meets at ahead at one thing we're doing together. The inclusive body serves its parts and the parts serve the inclusive body because the inclusive body is made up of parts and parts make up the inclusive body. And don't forget the body serves its parts. Being part of heaven is not just, oh, I do something. I got to do something. It's you get something because all the rest of the parts in the body want to help you as well. That's why it's heaven. So they provide for each other respectively. They focus on each other mutually. They are united in the kind of form that gives every single component a relationship to the inclusive entity and its well-being. This is what enables to act, them to act as a unit. Man, that's good. Man, that is good. Just think about feeling isolated and feeling distressed and feeling needy. I'm just thinking about the state of the world right now uh, as hello to the future, but right now we're in the throes of a global pandemic and there are, of course, so many other things going on in the world that are causing harm and distress. And just thinking about, I was just taking a walk the other day and really occurring to me that we, we are constantly in need of rescuing everybody in the human race in some way, because you may be strong in one area or you may be strong for a little while, but there are other ways in which you need to be rescued. Even Ebenezer Scrooge, who is, I mean, he's rich and he's smart. He's got, he needed to be rescued because he was, had a cold heart and that was going to lead him into despair and nothing, right? We all need to be rescued. And this is saying that here. They provide for each other respectively. That that's what it is to be human, is to, it's not self-sufficiency, there's an element of self-sufficiency, but it's not ultimately. We're not amoebas. We're not amoebas. We're cells. 
This is what it is to be human. This is what we were made to be, is to provide for each other respectively. So I'm rescuing you while you're rescuing me. And rescuing might sound dramatic, but I like it. It's because the Lord is using all of us to rescue each other. They focus on each other mutually. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about you and you're thinking about me. That's a better arrangement than I'm thinking about myself and obsessing and you're thinking about yourself and we go to war. They are united in the kind of form that gives every single component a relationship to the inclusive entity and its well-being. That's another thing to think about. So in heaven, everyone has a relationship with heaven as a whole. Whatever that could be like. like the, the, me with society, I have a relationship to society as a whole. This is what enables them to act as a unit, which allows you to achieve good stuff. It's the same with assemblies in the heavens. People there unite in this kind of form in pursuit of any worthwhile activity. As a result, any individuals who do not serve some use for the larger body are cast out of heaven because they are misfits. Ah, well, that might seem harsh, but then again, I'm sorry to keep talking about the pandemic, but what is, what's coronavirus doing inside people? It's not serving a use. It's trying to copy itself, which doesn't do anything. It's just trying to copy itself. Coronavirus is obsessed with itself. I'm going to get in there. Oh, I'm going to mess up the order of this cell to copy myself so I can keep being myself. Coronavirus is not going, coronavirus is not doing anything cool that you do, which like if, you, if you're going and you know, you're, you're a nurse and you're taking care of people or you're a teacher and you're educating people, coronavirus isn't doing any of that stuff. It's just, I've got to continue myself. I care about myself. No offense, coronavirus, but you're really messing everything up. I've got to c- care about myself and I've got to pr- produce myself. And oh, here's this, this order, this machine. It takes advantage of your cells. Your cells that are made to serve the whole, this order of heaven, and it gets in there and says, well, I'm going to destroy these and just make them into factories of me. I'm going to do nothing useful. Of course, that's a misfit in heaven. You apply that idea to a human being, of course. How are you, what makes you think you're going to hang out in heaven when, when heaven is the act of loving everyone and being of use to everyone? It's not that you're throwing yourself out by choosing this, like, oh, no, it's much better for me to be for the self rather than for the, for the whole. To serve some use is to intend well to others for the sake of the common good. While not to serve some use is to intend well to others, not for the sake of the common good, but for the sake of oneself. We're not meant to, we're not meant to serve ourselves. We're meant to serve others, and others are meant to serve us. That's the way it's supposed to go. People who act in this latter fashion are people who love themselves above all, while people who act in the former fashion are the ones who love the Lord above all. Oh, loving other people is loving the Lord. Because there's, it's like one body and the Lord is the soul and the, that's what the Lord cares about. That's what it is to love the Lord. It's not, well, I don't care about people. I'm thinking about the Lord. Loving the common good is loving the Lord. This is why people in heaven act in unison, not from themselves, but from the Lord. They, in fact, focus on him as the unique source of all and on his kingdom as the commonwealth that is to be cared for. This is the meaning of the Lord's word, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be given to you in addition. To seek his righteousness is to seek his good. Everything will be given to you. Okay, here we are sitting here and trying to wring everything we can out of life and I need to make sure that I've got my social esteem needs. I've got to make sure I've got my material needs. I'm trying to get everything for myself and and using other people as a way to stroke my ego. 
But if you go seek God and his righteousness, which is to love the common good and to care for others and think about being useful and love that, everything will be added to you or everything will be given to you in addition. Because when everybody does that, you get everything. Think about the ways, this is going to take, I'm going too long in this show. Think about the ways that other people are caring for you right now. I, I was sitting here talking about, oh, I'm doing this show. I didn't make this microphone. I didn't make this tablet. I didn't make your phone. I didn't make the YouTube service. I didn't make the internet. I didn't make the text of this. I didn't make so many of the thoughts and ideas in my mind that were given to me by people. We are, and think about how much that can be amped up. Think about how good ideas people have. Think about the amazing things people have come up with that make, can make your life better in ways you never would have imagined. You will, be, you will gain all. There are people in this world who love the good of their country more than their own and the good of their neighbor as their own. They are the ones who love and seek the kingdom of the Lord and the other life. Since the kingdom of the Lord takes the place of one's country. Aha. For the people who love to do good to others, not for self-centered reasons, but for the sake of the good itself, are people who love their neighbor. Since in the other life, good is one's neighbor. Don't get twisted on, well, this person, are they good or not? Should I be helping them? Love what's good. Do what's good. And then we all have relationship to what's good. Because if I'm wrapped up in evil, don't, don't do me, don't just give me what I want if I'm wrapped up in evil, because that's going to reinforce my evil. Do what's good. Again, you don't know exactly what that looks like in every situation. All individuals who are of this quality are in the universal human, that is, in heaven. By the way, that's us right now when we, when we snap into that phase. I was there last Tuesday. I, it's not all the time, but I think we can work to get in there more and more. Since heaven in its entirety does reflect a single individual, you look like heaven. If you looked at heaven as a whole, what did it look like? It looked like you. And is, in fact, the divine spiritual person in its greatest form and image. Heaven is therefore differentiated into members and parts like a person. And these are given similar names. Angels know what member of one community or another is know what member one community or another is in and say that this community is in the member or province of the head, that one is in the member or the province of the chest, that one is in the member or the province of the genitals, and so on. In general, the highest or third heaven forms the head down to the neck, the middle or the second forms of the torso as far as the genitals, second time, and knees in the lowest or first forms to the feet and very soles, and also the arms all the way to the fingers, since the arms and hands are among our lowest things, even though they're at our sides. We can see from this, again, why there are three heavens. There's the why of everything. Just look at yourself. Why do you need different parts? You might think, oh, the head is so wonderful. It can think. It can express emotions. Okay, well, let's just give you five of those. How are you doing, right? We need it all. But the reason we need it is that's what you need the hands and the feet and everything to be useful. Why do you need it? Why do we have it in the first place? Go and do what's good. And it's not a self-sacrifice because everyone doing that means we get back uh, in return. That's the ideal. We're not there right now. So you got to work with what you have. Use your discernment. But take heart and be inspired by this vision of where we're going, what the point of life is, what life is supposed to be like, because it's nice to feel like, no, this is not what life is supposed to be like. This is not what being a human and working with other humans is supposed to be like. That is. And we can get from here to there. And that's the news from heaven. 
Hope you had fun. Obviously, I did. Maybe too much. Leave a comment. How is this working in your life? Support us. Go to offtheleftout.com slash donate. Make this kind of programming possible. Take us to the next level. Thank you, everyone, for watching. I hope that this, uh, this idea is ins- inspiring to you like it is to me, and I hope you get great new insights on it and uh, make the world a brighter place, as you already are, because whenever anyone sees you, they get a glimpse at heaven. All right, later.